everybody. Welcome back to What's for Dinner, a relationship podcast. I'm Shannon. And I'm Sion. Thank you guys for joining us this week. You know, new week, new podcast. How's your week going? Not bad. Not bad at all. (laughs) Sorry, guys. We're feeling a little bit low today, I guess. It's been a little... This week's been a little bit weird. I feel like we're going back to South Carolina this weekend for a bridal shower for me. And I feel like it's just been kind of, I don't know, I feel weird going home. Like I just feel like South Carolina has become such a bad spot to be that it doesn't have like its charm that it used to have. What do you think? I mean, I think Charleston's still pretty charming. But we can't really do anything. Yeah. It'll be nice to, like, See our leave family. our apartment. Yeah. Sorry to bring you guys down. I think we've just been – that's been on my mind a lot this week because we have to come back and do a quarantine back in the city. So we've been trying to make the most of our time right now going out to dinner and stuff. So our what's for dinner at the end will be another adventure of us eating out. But to get things started, uh, I was listening to a podcast last week – Um, It's another type of relationship podcast that I really like listening to and started listening to before Sion moved here, but when I was still single, Um, kind of also about dating in the city, but she was talking about changing her last name and how she doesn't want to change her last name because for one, she's built a brand on it, but it's also just like, I think she's one of the last girls in her family and there aren't any boys so she wants to kind of carry on the family name. What's your thought? What are your thoughts on last name changing? I plan on changing mine, but I do go back and forth with keeping my middle name or dropping my middle name, keeping the full name. What are your thoughts? I would prefer to have you change your last name because I'm the last pario that can have children, at least in America. And so, yeah, I would like my name to continue on. But I also think that you should hyphenate your last name and your middle name. Yeah. I really, I, my family's name is pretty strong. And it's like, you don't meet, if you know somebody with our last name, there's a very, very good chance that it's a distant family member. And you've got those strong Irish genes. Yeah. So I think I, I think I might hyphenate it. I don't know. Anybody who's married or getting married, let me know what you guys think about changing your last name or keeping it. I feel like more girls are keeping it now. Yeah. I've heard that the paperwork really deters a lot of people. Like, oh my gosh, I'm yeah, the paperwork does not sound fun, but one of my bridesmaids sent me a TikTok about a name-changing service. So I think they send you all of the paperwork you need. Oh, cuz like I know I've listened to like a bunch of podcasts or like I'll like watch like YouTube videos and stuff and like people will be like why is your last name the same? And it's like one you built a brand on it. And so, like, if you're, like, a social media influencer, I think you have to keep your last name because it's worth money. But, two, like, a lot of them will be, like, you know, I went to the office to get my name changed, and there was a lot of paperwork, and I just never submitted it. I don't know. I feel like that's, like, part of getting married. It's, like, to me, I guess, having the same last name, and I think this is just a personal opinion, but that is, like, the final thing to make you, like, a full family, which I feel like is... Not true, but that's just like a personal thought. I just, or I heard that last week, so I just thought, okay, worthy of a conversation. I don't know. We've talked about it a little bit, but yeah, it's pretty traditional. But I'm about it. I like it. I feel like 
a lot of girls now are really I'm in a Facebook group on about girls getting married and a lot of the girls do say you know I don't want any of those like misses you know Mrs. Sionparia like they want to kind of keep their autonomy I guess which I is that. fair it's fair I get that but not my thing so I will happily be Mrs. Sionparia but like if you don't change your last name what last name do the kids get do they get like a hyphenated last name I think they get my last name. Really? I think in some places, I feel like my cousin lives in London, and I think the baby, her baby has her last name, and she doesn't have the same name as her husband. Is that like a British thing? Because like I know down south, like, you know, worst case scenario, you have a child out of wedlock. A lot of times that child has to take the father's last name, even if the father isn't like involved. I feel like now you might get a little political. <laughs> I think you might. I think you no, might be no getting a little bit. Here. No politics here. No politics here. Just a little. On that one. <laughs> just uh, I don't you know, know some good old fashioned high school romance, I guess. Oh gosh, I don't know. Subject change: Rose and Thorn this week. What's your answer? <laughs> <laughs> um, Jumping out of that. I think my rose is we are going da- back down to Charleston to do our wedding tasting, and so I am um. pretty excited about that. Um, I think like getting to taste the food and stuff kind of like makes it, you know, that's like tangible, you know, it's like the first tangible thing that we really get to do. I feel like that might give, get me out of this little wedding Um, planning lurch that I'm in right now. And then additionally to that rose, I'm going to add that we just got an espresso machine. We did. Thank you, Tracy. I know you listen. uh, Yeah. Thank you so much. And I love espresso. So I'm about to be off the walls. One of the fun things about getting married that you never thought would be fun is a registry. And I feel like that just makes me sound really old because we have plates. We have an ice cream scoop and a rolling pin. And on your registry, it will show you when people purchase things. And it won't show you who bought it, but it will show you who purchased it. And I was so excited when it said that someone purchased the ice cream scoop. Because right now we're using spoons and it's just not the same. It's not the same. Yeah, I was pretty excited when I saw someone purchased a steamer. Yeah, we got we're getting that steamer. I feel like we've talked about the steamer before. We have. We did. Yeah, last week we talked about the steamer. Yeah. Check that check that podcast out if you want to hear about the steamer um i think my thorn for the week it's probably just the week i think it's just like a little slow it's like lagging by i have a lot of work to do um i just feel like i'm off my game a little bit this week yeah i feel the same way i think it's just it's just a lot i feel like we were out of out of this whole covid thing for a while and then all of a sudden like right when all of the really exciting things started to happen it started coming back so it's just been for me it's been a little bit hectic and a little bit I feel like every day I'm like do I postpone the wedding what do we do but for now we're just riding it out so if there are any brides here who are getting a little nervous we're just right now we're just riding it out and kind of making the call a little bit later yeah full steam ahead but I think my rose, you? now that you bring up the tasting, I think that will 
that's not my rose, but I think that's a really good thing to look forward to. Um, I think my rose was getting to do a workout outside this week. We went to yeah. Brooklyn to McCarran Park, and I've talked about in the podcast before, I do these Sweat with Beck classes, and she is doing live classes at McCarran Park. They're for like $15. But they're so, it was just fun to be able to get out and be outside and do a workout. It was so hard and so hot. And so I got hot. sunburned. It was so hot. But we, it was so much fun. I had a great time and got good, good sweating, a real good sweat. I think that might have also been my thorn was just Brooklyn. Yeah. We, after we did the workout, we went to go get changed. And I just couldn't stop sweating because. There obviously isn't any AC in like a outdoor bathroom area, and the bathroom was just really small and gross. And so then we were gonna go to one of our favorite little bars in Brooklyn because we heard that it was open. And then we our friends got there first, and it wasn't open. So then we go to just another spot to maybe try to get food, and they also were only doing takeout. And I thought they would have at least like outdoor seating. So then we find another place that finally has outdoor seating and we get a seat. And then it was just like we ordered our food and it never came out. We were probably there for an hour yeah, before the food came out. And that just turned into the whole theme of the day. And it was like every place we went was just either closed or they weren't doing outdoor seating. So it was just a long day of like nothing going right. Yeah. And then even when we went back to Manhattan – we went out to dinner and it still took another hour and the food was wrong. So it was just, it was like, one of those days where everything day. just goes wrong. But like the Brooklyn thing really did surprise me. I Brooklyn is like, like a borough, you know, like it's like a neighborhood. And up here, like Manhattan is pretty like popping. I feel like all the restaurants are doing outdoor seating. And, and they are having fun with it. Yeah. Like the place across the, or right underneath us has a whole like, beach setup going on right now. Yeah, and like you do drinks, you know, you can take your drinks to go, people are walking around, you know, like if it is a street where there are a bunch of like restaurants or bars, like the traffic is pretty con- like not condensed so you can kind of walk in the street. It like almost feels like it feels like summer, but when we were walking around Brooklyn, everything was either closed or like there was, uh, was no like outdoor a, seating. Yeah, it was just a very weird vibe kind of place. And I was just, I was disappointed. So it kind of made my Saturday a little bit hectic and Yeah, Brooklyn, what's weird. up? And then for anybody that watches The Bachelor to kind of change the subject, I'm sure you guys have all seen that filming is starting. Scion, filming starting. And Scion loves The Bachelor. I do. We watch it. It's such trash TV. It's great. Yeah. We watch it pretty pretty consistently, uh, either Monday or Tuesday, depending on if we forget. I treat it like a sport. He does. He, like, bets on it and everything. I didn't know you could do that. But, yeah, they so they started filming. They're going to film in a hotel Yeah, it's in supposed California. to be, like, one, one uh, area, right? Yeah. One city. But I guess so the guys are – they're giving the guys access to another hotel that has, like – Three different golf courses, twenty pools, oh, hell yeah. like just what? like. I would go to, the and I think they're just allowed to. to dudes. Yeah, I think they're allowed to just do their own thing. 
So for any Bachelor fans, stay tuned. We'll review, and you'll get a guy's perspective. So it's going it, to be really interesting. Is it still like the older woman yeah. is the Bachelorette? But I think they're changing some of her uh, cast members. Yeah. Because she had a lot of young people, and I think a lot of the people who saw it were a little bit confused because the new Bachelor guy was from her season. Yeah, it, it's... Uh, Matt James. Yeah, Tyler's friend. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good pick. Yeah, like, he seems See, I'm, really I'm kind of hip with the hip Bachelor with the Nation. Yeah, so that'll be really interesting to kind of keep an eye on. And I I do enjoy Bachelor spoilers, um, just to preface this, but Bachelor I won't... Steve, where you at? I won't give away anything. Reality, Steve. Oh, okay. But I won't give anything away and ruin it for people. So we'll just review and I'll try to avoid the spoilers as much as I can. But speaking of The Bachelor, it's a good foray into our next topic. Dating. Dating. Let's talk about dating. What was dating like for you? So as you guys know, Sai and I were single and friends at the same time. So we both were dating a little bit. Sion was a much better date than I was, though. He has some great date stories. You want to talk a little bit about what dating was like? How did you meet people? And Yeah. So I guess I became single after college. Um, so it was kind of like living out everything in college, after college. Um, Tinder and Bumble were kind of starting to take off when I started dating. Um, and... I'm not really big into the whole, like, phone app thing. I don't really post on Instagram. Um, I don't think I've posted anything on Facebook in, like, five years. I didn't really do the whole Tinder or Bumble thing. Um, I did make a Bumble account. I used it for a little bit. I don't think I ever met up with anyone on Bumble. Um, I was more of, like, a meet in real life. You know, go to the bar... You were like a bar a rat in yeah, Nashville. Definitely a bar rat. I mean, in Nashville, everyone's a bar rat. There's a bar on every corner. That's true. Um, but yeah, it was definitely very into the whole bar thing. And you've always been, I feel like this is, I don't know if this is like a still a thing or not still a thing, but I feel like guys don't do this as much. You were like a big go on dates kind of guy. Yeah, definitely. I don't know why that is though. Like, what is the alternative? I don't know. I feel like for some reason I just hear it's like... Like uh, Netflix and chill? I guess. I don't know. I I didn't really date much, I guess. I just kind of like had fun, went to the bars and like would meet guys. But I wasn't really like dating around, I guess. I had a couple like little dates where we would go out to dinner. But I I did do the app thing. And I would, lived in Atlanta for a little bit. And I met somebody on tinder and hinge we met on both and i like i look at my friend's hinge accounts now hinge is so much more fun than it was when i was on it what's different like i know they make you do the quiz and stuff every that quiz wasn't there like that's how old it was was that quiz wasn't even there and so it was more you would get i think like six or eight matches a day and there's i think it's the same way now but you have a connection to them in some way okay so, like, I think because the guy I dated went to UGA, we might have had, like, something in common where we knew the same person. Still a thing? That I don't know. Okay, because, like, I... That I'm not sure about. 
I guess we'll we'll get into apps a little bit later in the show. Um, but I hear Hinge is like the one to be on right now. I don't know. I've always been like a big date person though. Like you, yeah. I think it's the food. I like the food. Yeah. Food and like uh, you can actually get like good drinks. Meeting people at bars is nice, but like you don't get a conversation at a bar. You know, you get yelling into someone's ear. And like half the time, you know, I don't hear what they're saying. I just <laughs> nod my head and I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like date, I, I, don't, I didn't really date in the city either. Because when I moved here, I lived in New Jersey with my aunt for a little bit. And so obviously like wasn't really dating in New Jersey because how would I have met people and I didn't have any friends there. And then when I moved to the city, I was probably in the city for like five months before Sai and I started dating. And it just wasn't – I just didn't really go on any dates. So I like to listen now to my friends' dating stories, and they always have some really interesting ones. It used to be a big topic of conversation in the office. They would all tell their dating stories, and I would just, like, listen really intently, trying to kind of see how see how it was. It sounds, it sounds awful. Live vicariously. Honest. Yeah. Like, just here – I mean, it sounds awful sometimes. It's, it's a – I mean, it's a rough go. I feel like it's fun, but if you get a, like, I've just heard some bad state, date stories. It really is just a game of numbers. Like, I can t- <laughs> I can count on, you know, one hand the amount of good dates I've had versus the amount of, like, dates I've been like, this sucks. Yeah, I feel and, like. And, like, as a guy, once you're in it, like, you just have to, like, bite down, get through it, pay, and then dip. You do have a story about you actually dipping a little bit earlier, but we can cover that in our questions. As you guys know, we put questions on our Instagram and we use your answers to talk about on the pod. So we want to jump into those. And the first question was, how did you meet your significant other in real life or on a dating app? I was surprised by this. I feel like more people meet on dating apps, but I guess... Not because 12 of you guys said you met your person in real life and only seven said you were on an app. Obviously, me and Sion met in real life. Um, I probably have more experience on the apps than he does, but definitely. I feel like now it's just a such a normal thing. Yeah, everyone uses the apps. And I think now when you get to like the weird apps, like there are some weird apps like the league. The league's a little weird. Where's the league? I think the league is, from what I've heard, it's like where it's basically like rich guys. So like Raya? No, that's for like celebrity, celebrity social media stars. Like that's exclusive. The league is, I think the league tries to be like Raya, but it. So like, so like, uh, what, what is that? Sugardaddy.com? I don't even know the name of that. You know what I'm talking about? Like the, I know what you're talking about, but I don't know the name of it. Yeah. Sugar, sugar, I don't know. I'm sure sugardaddy.com will take you exactly where you, you want to go. You're if, you're for, yeah, if you're looking for it. No, so when I just know because I had a couple of friends get on the league, and what they did was put their age as high as you can, um, the sure. height is like all just, just to get on, they would just make their expectations really, really low. And then once they're on the app, it'd go up. But it would. 
give you only a certain match a day and they're most of them are like you know bankers finance guys kind of like that like 50 year old vps looking for their next wife no i think some of them are like you know 25 year old trust funders and stuff oh okay yeah i don't know i guess they have money but speaking of apps the next question was which app did you use to meet your significant other and we had two people say hinge two said bumble Two said Tinder, and then one person said multiple, which I feel like is kind of normal, especially if you're using Hinge, because I think Hinge is probably still the same where you have to have something in common, so they're going to float through if you're in one area. But I have a couple family members that met their significant others on Bumble. Yeah, uh, I know a couple people who got married off the app, you know? We have some friends who met on Tinder. I feel like Tinder is shady. Tinder's just like a hookup app, though. Like, that's, that's straight the up vibe that the I get from app. Tinder now. Like, you know, I'm going to download Tinder if I'm, you know, like Are single, you? bored, <laughs> and like lonely. Oh, I feel gosh. like Tinder's not doing so hot in the quarantine because, you know, you can't just casually go over to people's places. No. Bumble. When, I like Bumble. Yeah, when I was uh, when I was single, Bumble was kind of like the big one because girls had to initiate. And so, like, it took the power away. Yeah, and I I used Bumble for a little bit, and I thought it was fun, but I actually really like Bumble BFF. I thought Bumble BFF was really great. I met a lot of really nice girls on that. And for people who don't know or are looking, you know, if you move to a new city and you're looking for a way to make new friends, honestly, Bumble BFF. Yeah, one of your bridesmaids is a Bumble BFF. She is. It is a little weird to feel like you're swiping on girls, but Bumble BFF really is. I... Every time someone moves to a new city and says they're worried about making friends, I always tell them, Bumble BFF. Yeah. Then the next question was, I I thought this was funny. I was a little bit surprised. If you were, if you met on an app, did you tell your friends the truth or make up a story? It seems like the majority of you guys said truth. Which is good. There's a couple people who said stories. But I think we're at the stage, like, early on, like, maybe 2014, it was, like, kind of, you know, I'm on this app, but I don't want people to know that I'm on the app, or I don't want people to know that we met on the app. Yeah, because I feel like your parents probably still thought of it as weird and strange, but, like, hello, eHarmony. Yeah, but, you know, now I think it's pretty normal. I feel like most people have the apps. And then the way I thought about it, like, even back then, you – you know, we're the generation that had MySpace, Facebook, Instagram. You met people on those apps, too. You might not have dated them, but, like, you met them. You made friends on those apps. You interacted with people on those apps. We met. Well, we didn't meet, but we, we interacted on those apps. So it's like, I what feel is like, the difference? I feel like people meet on DMs now. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think people fully communicate in DMs. I feel like that's weird. Maybe that's just a personal thing, but I just feel like I can't imagine like a guy sliding into your DMs because obviously it sounds bad, but Instagram does not show your personality. It doesn't. And so no. you can't like when a guy DMs you on on Instagram, what does he say? Like sweet pics, babe? Yeah. I don't know. I just if a guy did that to me, I'd be like, um, you're weird. But but I guess it's like a thing. I mean, if you're into it, you're into it. Yeah. Well, so what I think is kind of interesting is I think even when you're on the app and you're at some point, like you have to transition off the app. You can't just message on Tinder or on um, on Bumble for a while. Um, and so when you're on those apps, 
a lot of times I think people like will give their Snapchat like yeah, handle no, or your I remember... Instagram handle to take it off the app versus like switching to like your phone number. No, I remember when I was on one of the apps. God, I don't uh Tinder. Let's say I was on Tinder. I was nice. Yeah. It's like ten years ago. I was talking to this guy and you know, we were just talking. He's like, oh, do you have an Instagram? And I'm like, yeah, I'm a 21-year-old girl. What do you expect? He's like, you should give me a follow. And so, you know, trying to be hip and do what the cool thing was, you know, I followed him on Instagram. And then he didn't follow back and he unmatched me. Ha! <laughs> Got him. Like... Is it is that is it really just a followers thing now? I don't know. I thought that was no, weird. but though. like I think people like will exchange the like social Snapchat, media yeah, to before they exchange their phone yeah, numbers as a way to communicate because like it is a little bit maybe safer in the sense that someone doesn't have your personal phone number. Yeah, and you also get to see more pictures if you're private or something. And exactly. Maybe watch your stories because sometimes I mean your stories can show your personality. Yeah, and they can kind of see what you sound like and all of that creepy stuff i guess yeah and i guess it is like another way to communicate okay the next question i was shocked about when i first heard about it pre-gaming dates do you pre-game dates seems 50 50 and how yeah it was half and half on this one for yes and no and i never did this i did it and i think like i would know girls who would say i have a bottle of wine minimum that would piss me off for go before they go on dates or like I have like you know a three shot minimum that's a lot of booze to have before you go on a date where you're supposed to meet somebody and like they're paying usually yeah a bottle of wine that would put me under the table a glass of a glass of wine to like shake the nerves I could see yeah because I like you know if you get to the bar early have a glass of wine while you're sitting there but to just sit in your apartment and like take shots. I've done a shot before a date before. Just shots. Like, yeah, the multiple shots is that's a move. But I've done a shot before a date before because like it is nervous, you know, especially even if you meet in real life, your conversation probably leading up to the date was not what the conver- like the intimacy that you're going to experience on the date. And yeah. so like you do have nerves, but from a guy's perspective, if I showed up to a date and my date was trashed, I would probably leave. You did leave one time. That's true. Well, I didn't leave. I well, I did leave, but I I told her, you know, I was like, you know, you know, we came to dinner. We're here for dinner and drinks. You already had the drinks, so I'll get you like an app, but I'm out. Yeah, I. Because I'm not playing catch up. I feel like if you get way too drunk on a date before a date, it's a little bit rude and I you know one time I try was when I was trying to do a little bit of freelancing I scheduled a meeting with this guy and I think for one he thought it was a little bit more than a meeting and he showed up drunk and was like trying to like be flirty and all this he's like yeah I just like had some wine with some friends and I was you know thinking we're here for a, a meeting I'm you know, dressed up kind of professionally and came with a list of things to go over and he showed up drunk. And if I was ever on a date and that guy showed up that drunk to the date, I would be like, look, I'm out. 
Like, I'm not trying to catch up with you while you are being creepy and handsy and drunk. And I just feel like it's I feel like it's a little bit disrespectful if you're actually trying to get to know someone. Yeah. And like on the flip side, it does come down to, you know, obviously alcohol is like a social lubricant. So maybe that's something to incorporate on the day. Like the best date idea that I would even have is grabbing drinks and then dinner. Yeah. Because, like, if you grab a drink, you know, it does make the tone a little less awkward. Yeah. And I think, you know, a glass of wine beforehand, fine. A shot beforehand or, like, a cocktail beforehand. But once you get into drinking to excess before a date, I would just be a little bit wary of that. And I don't know. I thought that was just a little. Yeah, that is true. I was a little surprised when I heard that. But who knows? And then what is the first thing you notice on dates? What's the first thing you noticed on your dates? Uh, usually like face, eyes, Their features. Looks. Yeah. I mean, I'm not superficial, but yeah. That's fair. I think the first thing that you're going to notice is that. And then the second is the outfit. Like usually I look at the shoes. Okay. Um, I know that when girls go on dates, they look at guy's shoes. Yep. Um, do you remember, I think I told you the time that I went on a date with somebody and it was like a, I hadn't been on a date in a while. And so I put on an outfit, like looked nice. And then he came to pick me up in sneakers <laughs> in like black athletic sneakers and shorts, I think. And I texted Sion because I really did like this guy. I thought he was like a really nice guy and kind of had his, th- had his stuff together and the first thing I texted Simon was like, oh, my God, he has sneakers on, which there's yeah. a big difference between, you know, some off-whites or some Nike blazers or something and active wear sneakers. Yeah, fellas, active wear sneakers are not fly. Like, keep those at the gym. Yeah, you have those have one use and one use only, and it is active wear. It is not athleisure. Yeah. It is not date leisure. Yeah. I, I just look at the outfit, you know. If I go to a nicer place and not wearing a nice thing, you know, it does say something. If you go to like a casual place and they're like really dressed up, it's like, whoa, you know? Yeah. I I remember I went on a date. Gosh, I forgot all these dating stories until right now. Maybe I did do a little bit of dating. I went on a date. I want to say my senior year of high school before I went to college, I met this guy at a party and he invited me out to dinner to this restaurant called the triangle char bar it's like a burger place and it's like outdoor indoor kind of place and so I wore I don't think you know this story I wore denim shorts like nice denim shorts like from Banana Republic um cute sandals and then a little seersucker top and like had my hair done and everything and it's a casual place like it's a obviously nicer than like an O'Charlie's but it's just like a like just an outdoor indoor kind of burger place where they have you know burger salads every time you say outdoor indoor I just think of Outback Steakhouse No, no 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 it's you know in South Carolina they have like the porch seats and yeah so it's casual. And he shows up in khakis, a suit jacket, and a tie. Hell yeah. And I... 
was I, I was young. He was probably 20 and I was 18. And I was so uncomfortable just seeing that. He was very he's such a nice guy. Like he was a gentleman afterwards. We were like walking in Marion Square and like there was a creepy man. He like made sure he was on the side closer to him and was very it was very much a gentleman, but it was that was a little bit awkward. So I would if you're going on a date, just make sure you research the location and kind of try to catch the vibe. Ask your girlfriends what to wear. Boys, ask your guys what what they would wear. Don't wear athletic shoes. Don't wear sneakers. Um, you can wear sneakers. You don't can wear, wear like te- don't wear tennis shoes. Wear like white sneakers, black sneakers. You know, don't you wear, can black wear common sneakers. projects. And you can do that. Just don't wear like you know Adidas Ultra Boosts on a date. That's just not a move. <laughs> just not athletic sneakers um, that you unless wear unless out. you're like really trying to run afterwards. And outfit and style was a big answer to what their answer to this question for what people notice first. I and think style is a big one because like that is. says like if you're gonna fit with someone. Yeah, and I feel like sometimes I feel like Sion dresses up a little bit more than I do, but for guys it's a little bit easier. And I don't know if girls feel the same way, but we haven't been out really in a very long time, like actually out to a place where you do get dressed up. So I feel like I'm forgetting how to put clothes together. It is a little bit easier. And then on top of which, I, you know, I left an SEC school, so wearing loafers was just kind of the everyday uniform. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's that's one thing that I want to start doing is just dressing up a little bit more, but Another thing people said a lot was manners. So important. Yeah. Holding doors open, you know, being nice to the waiter is yeah, huge. Yeah, that's huge. And if I notice someone's rude to the waiter, to me that's like an automatic, you don't treat anybody else nice at home if you can't even treat somebody, a waiter, nicely. And then smile and smell. I'm a big teeth girl. I take really good care of my teeth. And so to me it's really important that the guy that I'm with takes care of his teeth. Cyan has beautiful teeth for someone that's never had braces. Thank you. And then their height. I'm not a big height girl, obviously. I'm short. So for short girls, it's great because we can date whoever we want. And then shoes. And I will emphasize shoes because it is a way that girls know the kind of person you are. If you're wearing dirty. I.e. how wealthy you are. No, not just how wealthy, but how well you keep yourself. Yeah, I get that. You take care. You take such good care of your shoes. That's true. And to you, you would rather, you know, when you go to a wedding where it's not that nice, you'll wear your not as nice loafers. That's true. But if it's a wedding where it is nicer, you'll be sure to have like, you know, your really well cared for shoes. And I just think shoes are such a, they say so much about someone because for me, shoes show that you can match. Yeah. Like, it's it's actually kind of funny. The amount of girls that I see, or that even that, you know, that I took on dates, where their shoes didn't match their outfit. And, like, you know, I'm not really one to talk. You know, I'm partially colorblind over here. Um, I wear the same shoes, like, every day. But, but you wear white sneakers or loafers. Those are your two options. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like hilarious. You know, like you always make, as a guy, I don't know, I was always taught your belt has to match your shoes. That's number one rule. You can wear whatever you want, but girls if you're wearing your brown shoes, you have to wear a brown belt. For girls, like I feel like they think about that, but it's probably not foresight because like I know when you pick shoes, you plan your outfit around the shoes. 
Yeah, I'm a big shoe girl. Again, COVID has me all kinds of thrown off with how to get dressed, so I've not been as good about it. But sometimes when I get dressed, you know, you'll have a piece that you really want to wear, a new dress, a new pair of pants that you want to wear. For me, it's a new pair of shoes. And I start from the bottom up. Also, when you're picking your shoes, this goes for girls and guys, don't pick shoes that match your skin tone. That's not fair because nude shoes are a big thing. And it makes you, depending on the shoe, it does make you look longer. Really? Yeah, like a a classic nude heel would make my legs look long for being as short as I am. That's why companies spend so much time, like especially right now, like, you know, companies are finally coming out with actual nudes of a variety of colors because women want to wear, you know, nude shoes and, you know, there's not one nude. Yeah. And so the nude that matches me wouldn't match other girls. I just think it's really funny. I just think it's really funny when I see someone wearing shoes that like are the exact same color as their skin tone. Time and place. Yeah. Okay. That can also go along with I guess don't wear leggings that are your skin tone that's because fair. you'll look naked. But another thing is your favorite type of dates. What's your favorite type of date? Um, I am a big drinks and dinner guy. I really, I appreciate good food. I appreciate a good drink. Yeah. Um, I appreciate the conversation that comes with it. So I'm big into that. But being in Nashville, um, concerts were a really big one. You know, I love a concert date. If I knew someone that was doing like a songwriter night or playing a show at a bar in Nashville, like that was always a big go to. If I could get tickets, I would always grab two and then like hold on to one and just invite a friend or, you know, if I was talking to someone at the time, invite someone else. Or I think it's kind of slept on. I don't know if people really like it, but like I really like a day date. I was thinking the same thing. No one said this, but a brunch date, I feel like, is the ultimate first date. Yeah, you have an out. You have, yeah, you have an out. So let's say you have a brunch date. You're, it's your first date. Very first date's a brunch date. You go to brunch at, you know, 11, 30, or 12, which means you slept in. You got to, like, take the time to do your hair and makeup. And then you can put on a daytime outfit. So first of all, there's not much pressure in a daytime outfit. You don't have to don the heels. You can wear the sneakers, you can wear the flats, you can wear the sandals. And then, you know, if at 2 o'clock or 1 o'clock you think the guy's a dud, you say, oh, I have plans with my friends, Um, let's chat or however you end a date. I don't know how you do that. But if you really like him, you can keep the date going. And, like, you can meet up with other people. You can turn it into, like, a group thing. Um, You can do the solo thing and like go off to other bars yeah. and just kind of bar hop uh, there's a lot of stuff to do during the days like uh, we would in Nashville like especially right well especially right now there I feel like there's more to do during the day than there is at night because I feel like places yeah. have to close early yeah and in in Nashville in, in when I was in Chicago like big things were like we would go to like breweries um, like tap rooms or like beer festivals where there's like food, drinks, so you do brunch and then you do that, grab a couple beers there, kind of mingle, talk to other people. I really like the idea of a day date because you it night dates there is like an end point, you know. And there's like pressure. Ten o'clock, eleven o'clock comes around, it's time to make a decision. Around like on a day date, you can kind of extend that throughout the day. If it's if it is a good time, you can keep it going. 
it's pretty casual the pressure's off yeah yeah i really like a day date but i guess no one really was feeling no me one on mentioned that. a day date but you know but there are some a lot of things. active yeah active then drinks like a hike no i actually specifically had someone message me and say active not a hike oh okay absolutely not a hike yeah i was gonna say like a hike but i think active means like going bowling or like going for a walk okay i'm about that like an outdoor walk not a hike i don't know about an outdoor walk that's a little weird um this wasn't one of our questions but i'm curious how you would handle it the ride situation when when i was in nashville um i had a car you always pick up the girl okay or you meet and if she wants to take her car, I would drive still. Um, here in the city, and when I was in Chicago, uh, in Chicago, I dated a couple of girls that lived near me, so I'd like walk to their building. Um, or if they were like, uh, if they were on the other side of town and we were kind of doing the meet in the middle situation, I would grab the lift. I love that. I think that's such a good idea. I feel like that's very slept on now, too. I don't know if I've never heard of my friend being like, oh, yeah, he grabbed me an Uber to go to the date. So, boys, that's a really good idea. If you can, I know it's a little bit more of an expense, but if you're trying to wine and dine us, why not just go all out, you know? And then the other benefit of the grabbing the lift is you're not caught off guard. So, like, when you're already at the restaurant and you're just waiting, you know when they arrive. Yeah, and you have, to, like, if, you know, she says it'll be ready in five, be like, hey, I'm calling the Uber. Are you actually going to be ready in five? Exactly. So I think that's. Um, so and then. The other ideas? Drink who and should pay cars. Oh. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people just said, like, dinner and drinks, something active with drinks, and then something casual with an option to continue the date. Okay. I think having the option to continue the date that's is, key. A, is a good idea. That's key. And continue to the, the date, I feel like. Another thing with day is like, you know, at night, you know, oh, what do you want to do? Like it can turn into like something a little bit uncomfortable or. I will say on a, on a first date, I usually do refrain from like drinking a lot. So like even if it is like a Friday night, if I'm going to go out with my friends afterwards, I usually won't invite the date or vice versa. Like if it's just us, I won't be like, let's hit the strip or let's hit Broadway or. Yeah, um, because, finding like a cocktail bar instead of like a uh, yeah, like kung I'm, fu panda saloon. Kind yeah, of I place. feel like trying to get rowdy after your first date is not a good move because you never know how that's gonna. God go. no. And then, uh, who should pay for the date? I'm gonna jump in on this one. I think whoever asked should be prepared to pay for the date, especially if it's the girl. I do think it's right if the not right but i do think the boy should it's very traditional pay it is it is traditional but i think you know i think even going going dutch i think just be prepared to pay if you are going on the date and don't do like the fake like actually pull your wallet out and be like can i you know can i get at least get drinks if they say you know let me get the meal like let me get drinks i asked you you know i do i'll usually pay well, you're you're really nice been my standard is like if i'm gonna like go on a first do. date i'll pay and i think yeah I, I would agree i think most guys do i will say though uh what is nice is if you do like if you pay for the beginning drinks and dinner 
um, if you go to like a second bar, sometimes I've had get the next a, round. Yeah, I've had a girl grab the first round at the next bar, and that's always pretty nice because that, like, as a guy, it does give you some uh, confirmation. I feel like it's attractive. It is, and it gives you some confirmation that, like, oh, they're into this. You know, this isn't just like a free me, meal. Yeah, me paying for a meal. This is like, you know, she's into this as much as you are, and she's like independent, can kind of do her own thing. I feel like it shows that she's independent woman yeah i don't know i think be prepared to or cover something you know cover a car cover dessert cover the next drinks at the next bar just to if you especially if you like him let him know you like him i think that's a sweet thing to do it's 2020 it is who should initiate the first date i think guys the guys i think traditionally guys but Um, what if the girl did i feel like i kind of hate i almost feel like you get kind of put off with that no I wouldn't no? hate. I think it would catch me off guard just because I don't think it really happens very often. Yeah. Um. But hey, I'm all about it. Especially with Bumble, I feel like that's a thing. Yeah. But who knows? I just think whoever initiates the date has to plan it. And actually plan it. I Okay. Yeah. This is like a pet peeve of mine. And obviously I love Scion, but like not the best planner it's just a thing it's totally fine because i'm the planner but if you ask somebody on a date have a plan don't go back and forth with being like what should we do i don't know what do you think i don't know have an option be like okay let's do you know here are three places which one sounds good and if they say i don't know it's like okay well i'm gonna go with this place and i don't even do that just I pick feel one. Like, yeah, I feel like. Well, I feel like in in New York, there's so many options. On on a casual like us getting dinner on a Friday, I'm pretty lofty. But if I have a date, if I'm trying to do a date and I'm doing like a date night, I think I'm usually pretty good at planning. I'm not good at planning what we do after the date because like and usually, that's this is the part that I'm talking about. Plan the whole date. You know, make make the reservation make the reservation sign always makes the reservation i'm just saying in general i feel like people forget to make reservations a lot well i think there is like a one other difference though is like when you are planning your first date typically you're planning like maybe you're going to meet somewhere for cocktails a lot of times you're doing that at the restaurant bar yeah and then you're going to eat at that restaurant and then maybe you're going to go one more place um when you've been dating for a while you know, that one more place turns into, like, five more places. And I'm not going to plan that far ahead. No. You know, I'll, I'll do the – I might plan the cocktail the first place, afterwards. Yeah. But usually I'll do, like, the drink at the first bar and dinner. On a first date, you should definitely do drinks at a first bar, have a reservation for dinner, have a reservation, you know. Have a be, reservation. Be an adult. You're already meeting people on apps. Just open another app and book a <laughs> reservation. Um. And yeah. if it's a if it's a wait kind of place, because one of our favorite restaurants is a long wait kind of place, warn them and then have a place to grab drinks to grab drinks before. Uh, and then, yeah, but I don't wouldn't even give the option unless, but I would gauge it. You know, like I'm obviously allergic to shellfish, so I would ask like, Hey, you are you any, allergic to anything? Yeah, do you have any allergies? Like, if I were to plan a date, like, do you like Italian food or do you like sushi? Um, sushi is a terrible first date though oh my gosh yeah we Um, mentioned this last week I remember I went on a date with somebody to go get sushi and it was 
It's just intimidating. I like I really like this guy and so I was really excited to actually go on a date and um I was at the sushi place and I picked up the sushi to go into the soy sauce and the whole thing just fell apart. I think he was in the bathroom so he didn't see it happen, but I was just like beat red and so embarrassed and Yeah. But if you initiate the date, I think that you should have to plan it. And that means first drinks, dinner, cocktail post afterwards yeah and then after that kind of let the night if you're over it and you don't and don't you don't necessarily have to mention that you have drink plans after just because if the date sucks then you don't have to do that and most of those places are casual so you can just walk in yeah and then uh, your favorite form of communication i so i put this in there because i feel like with my girlfriends we FaceTime way more than your average person. Like, we'll just be hanging out, and instead of just, you know, doing a regular phone call, it will always be a FaceTime. I don't know if that's just a thing that my friends do. I I think it's funny, but... I think it's pretty common, but I hate when people FaceTime in public. That's, like, one of my biggest pet peeves. What if they're in headphones? Oh, I don't mind that. But, like, when you're out here and I can hear someone yelling on your phone and I can hear you yelling into your phone and, like... You know, you're being extra. Get out of here with that. Sorry, guys. Um, I do. I like a FaceTime. What about if? What about when you're first talking to a girl? Text message. You wouldn't give her a call? No. That's like too aggressive. I don't know. I kind of like when someone calls. I feel like that's too aggressive. I feel that's like. That's fair, but I, I, I don't know. I feel like you, you initiate with the text message. After like a couple a days. couple days of texting, then you can pick up the phone. But like to call right off the bat, that's no, like a yeah, I don't move. disagree. But I also feel like right now, like and like you can shoot a text off at any time of the day. Yeah, you can't just like if I were to call someone at eight in the morning. I think like, a FaceTime is reserved after date three. What do you think? Normally, I would say yes, but we're in the queue right now, so I really think a FaceTime is your date. Yeah, that which leads us to the last question of did did you guys date during your quarantine? And we honestly only had one person who said that they did the video thing. Okay. And I watched we were watching this one series for a little bit and she's like a dream guest that I would love to have in here a little bit about her. But Serena Kerrigan oh, who the... did Let's Date. Yeah. I thought that was so much fun. She would do videos video dates i think two two a day sometimes three and it was a whole series that she did i need to catch up but it was a thing she would plan their dates or the boy the boys would plan their dates but they would plan these great dates one guy who ended up kind of being a dud planned a big painting date which i thought was really great i think one guy i want to say one guy did a sushi date and then they would always send her alcohol and then brands were sending her like outfits to wear. So she I think Agent Provocateur sent her this great dress to wear on her dates and she'd be all done up and go on these video dates with these guys and they would like if she did two in one day, you know, one guy would send her a bottle of red wine and so she'd have, you know, some red wine while she's on the date. And then the next guy would have sent her, you know, Casamigos and she would switch to a margarita afterwards. And it was just it was really fun to watch, but Spoiler alert, the season finale just came out and she chose herself, which you go, girl. Love that. 
Yeah, I feel like all the apps are rolling out like video chats now too, so you can like do it on the app. We get a lot of videos um, for eHarmony on when we're watching Hulu. We do. And that's a big thing that they're showing is the video date thing. Yeah, I think in the queue, the video date thing is nice. I mean, we did it for long distance and we got very good at it. You know, like we would, I would order her food. I would get the same thing. It would sometimes arrive pretty close to the same time. We would hop on, we would do the date, pop on something on Netflix. Um, I it think, was fun. We got really good at it and yeah. we got to really watch a lot of fun, like good movies. We would start series together and we got to the point that we were so good at it that we would both have headphones in and only one of us could play the sound because the sound would get wonky with the video chat volume and we would be able to play it at the exact same point so that the one person's sound controlled both of the sounds. So that's obviously we're kind of out of the queue now, but I think even now I would probably stray away from dating a lot of people, which is another question is do you date around or do you only date one person at a time? What do you think? I think you date around. Yeah. Why? I think I think if you're if you're single and you're just meeting people, definitely date around. There's no point in like cutting off ties, talking to other people because like if you're on a nap, you're not swiping swiping right. I don't know, swipe left. Yeah, wh- whichever direction you swipe to say yes. <laughs> um, you're not doing that to one person yeah. and then just waiting you know like if i'm meeting someone at a bar or at a restaurant uh that's not the only person i'm meeting and so you know it is a numbers game dating really is a numbers game so you date around but would you date would you schedule more than one day a day yeah <laughs> i had a friend do that one time and watching her organize it was the greatest moment of my whole life yeah i can imagine that's pretty stressful and I think she scheduled them within like two hours of each oh, other geez. at the same restaurant. Yeah, that's rough. I would not do that. I feel like restaurants have seen some crazy things though. Oh, I would. I think it'd be so much fun to work in like a good first date bar and just get to see like the same guy bring different girls on dates every day. Yeah. Most people did say date around. It was almost 50-50. I think if you get like three dates deep with someone and like it's it is there is a connection there um, slow it down yeah you slow it down you know maybe maybe you don't talk to as many people and i i also think i feel like you can keep two i say keep two if once it starts to get serious keep two around mm. and then when one comes i don't comes, even think that but i think the big thing though is like you have to be upfront with it you can't just like if you're if you're on date three and you're talking to someone else and they're like you, oh are you seeing other people exactly you have to own up to it yeah. It's the only way, you know, if you own up to it, it sounds a little less shady. And you don't have to like talk about them with it, but you do like, you know, are you see, I feel like if you got to be upfront. Yeah. It's not, it's just such a waste of everybody's time if you're continuing to see someone that doesn't, you know, see it going anywhere. Or would you keep dating somebody? These are all, none of these questions are on the thing, but would you keep seeing someone if they didn't want to be in a relationship? Yeah. Ever. Like if they were just like, no, I'm just kind of here to date around. I, I I wouldn't treat it like a date. 
you know, like if if they say that, then you know that what you're doing really. They say isn't that we're dating. going Dutch. <laughs> exactly, but like they can keep paying. <laughs> but I mean, obviously, if they're doing that and you're still into it, you guys are having fun, and so you know why not just have fun? I feel like just make sure your motives are the same. Exactly. End game. Yeah, you can't get drawn in uh, when they're not interested. Yeah, I don't know. We neither one of us really got to date in the city but I feel like it's it's a crazy world out there but I think just doing what feels good for you I think keep it safe let your friends know where you're going always let always let your friends know where you're going because that makes me nervous my friends will literally text me and I'll be like I need you to send me your location and keep me posted because you don't know who you're going out with so that's kind of our take on dating is there anything else you want to you want to throw in there about dating? Your two cents? Just have fun with it. Have fun with it? Yeah. I mean, it's a good time. I feel like when you're dating, it's really a good time to get to know yourself as well. Yeah. Because you kind of figure the things that you do like and the things that you want to look for. And it also kind of tells you not only like what you want in your partner, because, you know, as you're dating, you're going to pick things out with the people you're dating. Like, oh, I really like this, but I don't like that. Um, but like, it also really kind of tells you about yourself because it is, you know, talking, meeting in real life, meeting someone at a bar is, it is a confidence game. It's, it's uncomfortable. (laughs) It's very awkward. Um, and you know, unless you're like six, four, it's, it's so difficult because like, you're not noticeable, you know, you look like everyone else. Um, and that's coming from someone who's five, three. I mean, it is a game and it really does teach you about yourself you know and like I if you have the like confidence to do it if you're on an app take a chance it. also on that exactly. guy that you might not think is it you know i feel like people set a standard you know girls who are five five out here saying i only date guys who are six feet give the five eight guy a chance you know i'm five two scion's five three and he lets me wear four four inch heels you know give yeah. that guy a chance they're honestly a lot of those guys are a lot more confident than you think, and you'll have a blast. And, like, the worst thing that anyone can ever say to you is no. And if they say no, you just move on. You That's know, why there's apps. They're not going to remember you. If they say no, you. just keep swiping, baby. Yeah. They're not going to remember you. You're not going to remember them. Just move on. You know, shoot your shot and keep going. Yeah. And speaking of dates, our favorite section, what should we have for dinner? This can help you plan your next date. So what is your favorite dinner that we've had this week? We did tacos. We did do tacos. I feel like tacos is a kind of a fun first date. There's something for everybody. Yeah, you can do margaritas. Margaritas are are great. great. Um, Tacos are small, so you're not like scarfing down like a messy dish. And you're not getting over full. Um, And I feel like any, any date where you're really not like at a stuffy location, you know, like an Italian restaurant, a lot of times like, you know, there's the napkin there's the bowl there's like the two plates there's a salad you have to use your fork you have to use your knife a taco place you know you grab some tacos you eat it's very casual and i feel like uh, your first date it's better to kind of set the standard as casual than to go like off the deep end unless like you know you're on raya and that's what you're really trying to do i don't know and once you get further along, Mexican's like a fun thing to do at home. DIY margaritas, make your own guac or order it. Make your own tacos. I feel like that's such a fun thing and a cute kind of 
couple date for those new new people and we honestly just eat tacos at home all the time yeah so that's a good one but that's kind of it for this week guys sorry we've been a little bit down hopefully uh with this tasting underway we'll get a little bit a uh, little bit of pep in our step and be a little bit more exciting for you guys but thanks so much for joining us don't forget to follow us on instagram at what's for dinner underscore a podcast and subscribe to us we are available on spotify apple stitcher soundcloud and google yeah thanks guys have a great week bye